New year, new credit scores. Chime makes it easier to build credit by using your own money to make on-time payments with a secured Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card. Use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. To apply, just open a Chime checking account with a qualifying direct deposit. There's no annual fee or credit check required when applying. Get started at Chime.com slash build. That's Chime.com slash build. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Late payment may negatively impact your credit score. Results may vary. You're listening to Castrol CarCast on Podcast One. Well, in this uh, car cast, we get into some uh, car detailing stuff. Pretty deep dive into the F-150, the new F-150 and all that it can do. Update on the uh, race that's uh, not happening <laughs> in uh, in December, Laguna Seca, yeah. and more. Right, Matt? Yeah, before we get started, a word from our friends at Dodge. We all know that Dodge means horsepower and muscle, but Dodge also ranked number one in initial quality by J.D. Power. J.D. Power also named the company the best driver appeal for mass market brands, number one in initial quality and appeal in the same year. It's the first time a domestic automotive brand ran away with both awards in the same year. With enough style, horsepower, and performance to make your muscle car dreams come true, it's no wonder. There's never been a better time now to join the Brotherhood of Muscle. See your local dealer or visit Dodge.com today. Hello, everyone. This is Eagles Hall of Fame quarterback Ron Jaworski, and I am so excited to bring you the hottest new podcast for the NFL and gaming. Welcome to Jaws Picks, featuring me, Ron Ron Jaworski, Jaworski, and some of the most famous names in sports, music, and entertainment, as I give you my expert analysis and predictions of each and every NFL game. (coughs) So far this season, my predictions are over 55% correct against against the the spread. spread. That's a pretty good number, folks. And over 67% picking winners straight Straight up. up. You do not want to miss out on this podcast. Every week, I will tell you who how and why each NFL game will be decided. Take the guesswork and stress out of gaming and subscribe to Jaws Picks wherever you get your podcast. That's Jaws Picks wherever you get your podcast. Stay safe, take care, and let's make some beer money. Get it on. Got to get it on. The church is going to mandate. Get it on. Thanks for tuning in and thanks for sharing with a car guy. I'm Adam Pearl. It's Matt, the moderator, D'Andrea over there. Hello. How are you? Well, you know, I've been better because uh, we're mm-hmm. getting the GT3 all prepped. The uh, I keep calling it a cup car, but maybe it is a cup car. I don't know what. The Porsche. I'll call it a cup car. Uh, the GT3 that Newman drove at uh, Road Atlanta, the Petit Le Mans, 2000, we bought it. When did we buy that thing? Mar- January or something? Yeah, it felt like it was this year. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to tell. <laughs> and uh, it, it's a cool piece. I think everybody who's seen that car, you, me, Sean, and, and mm-hmm. others have went, you should drive that car. Yeah. Because it's a cool piece. And, uh, and it's slightly modern. So, you know, it's always kind of nice. On you know after driving a you know sixty nine Datsun five ten with you know drum brakes and thirteen inch rims and stuff like that there's a lot to be there's a lot to be said for driving a weird old shit box you know just right. as long as everyone else is driving a weird old <laughs> shit box and trying to get them to go fast but 
Um, we kind of decided to call an audible for the uh, December race at Laguna Seca and thought, well, let's not bring the 510. Let's bring the GT3. Then some research went into what run group it would mm-hmm. go into or if there was a run group and all the run groups. And it turns out there is a lot of run groups. And um, I think we made it into run group 10 and we signed up and uh, I ordered uh, 2000 bucks worth of tires and uh, told Sean to change the oil and the filters and fire it up. And uh, then we got the call. The oh, you got the call. The race was off. Yeah, race is off. But the car's ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Uh, what's dangerous about the race beside the race itself? You know what I mean? I mean. Well, I mean, first of all, it. I mean, it's just a bunch the, of people it, spread out. It's over people spread out, and acres. it's outdoor, and most of them are in cars driving fast. So I, I. You're really running a risk. <laughs> You're really running a risk. Ugh. Uh, Yuck. Let me, uh, let me hit Dodge real quick with all you right. guys. We all know that Dodge means horsepower and muscle, but did you know that J.D. Power just ranked Dodge number one for initial quality? J.D. Power also named Dodge the automotive company with the best driver appeal for mass markets. So there's never been a better time now to join the Brotherhood of Muscle. See your local Dodge dealer today or visit Dodge.com. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of a weird thing that this is where we're we're you know we're starting you know so now it it it's coming down it's coming down in California for sure. Uh, the other one that I like is um, uh, curfews are coming because apparently the oh, Rona is fuck. more dangerous after ten. Fuck <laughs> that! I'm not doing any of that shit. Are you high? <laughs> Nuts! Everyone should just do just do what you want. Just just do what you want. Just do what you want, everybody. So uh, the race is canceled. The race is canceled. But the car is uh, prepped. I guess the uh, we got the nitrogen and the air jacks, which um, leaked down pretty fast. So Sean made some uh, nice custom uh, jack stands. And um, so at least we got the jack stands and the tires and all that shit. Yeah, but it was cool. It would have been cool to see the, the modern car to get a little bit of time in the modern car out there you know mm-hmm. as modern as 2000 is it's not 1969 right so and it, what's what's interesting about this race was this was an opportunity because it's it's not the rolex historics where that car wouldn't necessarily qualify yet this was a cool track event with both trans am running modern cars and vintage cars running where you can actually bring this car out yeah and 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 get get a competitive you know, track time out there. There's a good mix of cars out there. So I don't know. It just would have been cool. I yeah, think, I to, agree. To do. We'll get another one at some point, but it was just nice kind of having this out there. Also, it was nice to leave LA for a few minutes. I know. I think um, Rolex Historics, a car like that is probably going to be accepted into the Rolex, Rolex Historics pretty soon because – they now have kind of modern-y stuff. I mm. mean, it's kind of GTP kind of stuff and sometimes and stuff. They're getting into the 90s. You know, they're getting easily yeah, into the mid-late 90s. Yeah, was the cutoff 90s. 25 years, though, and we're, that car is 20? I don't, I don't remember specifically. I don't know if there's a date, if there's a cutoff. I don't know if it's 25 years, although that makes sense. Cause I think probably... that's the vintage racing number because remember we talked to like Steve Celine and he's like, oh, the S7 is going to come up soon for, for vintage yeah, racing. They're probably up to about 95. Mm-hmm. And uh, I haven't seen a car newer than that over there. So anyway, such is life, as they say. 
and that's where we're at. So uh, we got that scrubbed, but um, work goes ahead on the BRE 510. I think we're going to start painting that uh, pretty soon. Uh, it'll be cool to see that thing and with the yellow and the white and the stripes and, yeah, and all that it's looking stuff. good. I just saw them. I was just checked in over there, and they, you know, they're uh, taping up again and and doing the next, like you said, the next step on the on the body. You know, at this point, they've they've done uh, the interior underneath. They did all the basic white stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for mm-hmm. uh, for that and the engine <clears throat> compartment before doing the actual color. Right, and now it's it's getting there. It's looking yeah. pretty good. I guess after it's painted, there was so much to do with the body and straightening the body and fixing a bunch of shit on the body. But I'm guessing once the thing is painted, it'll actually bolt together pretty quickly. I just saw uh, Sean bolting on a front fender again, and it looks like he's done this a few times. <laughs> right. And, uh, and as I'm looking at it, even though it wasn't even perfect, I'm like, oh, he's done some work on this because the gaps on this are, are starting to have some uniformity to it. So mm-hmm. it's got a little bit of Sean in it mm-hmm. now where mm-hmm. where maybe, you know, some race cars don't fit together quite as well. But he put some – Yeah, he, he put some effort into it. He put a little little attention to it. a lot of pride. It's, yeah. It's yeah. going to look good though. And like I said, where we talked about before, is having to make up a lot of these hoppers and overflow tanks and – a lot of really cool bits and pieces because the the BRE 510 is obviously a 510 shell that they made two million of, but what really makes it a BRE is the bits and the pieces that got yeah. bolted onto it. All this really cool kind of Brock stuff. You it's, know, it's cool to have the other car there as 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 a as a template, if you will. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, so it, at the very least, if, even if it wasn't exactly what's on the yellow car, you can say, well, this is what BRE did do. Mm-hmm. So if we, you know, we replicate this, it, it's probably accurate enough. And uh, I, I got to give credit. I know we've done this before, but credit to Sean. It's rare to have a guy that can can jump from from welding and metal shaping right over to, to paint and then over to engine and mechanic and like, yeah, he's pretty pretty well rounded dude. Yeah, he is got a lot of high skill in the um, in multiple skills. But the the one kind of through line with Sean is a a good strong eye that's then mixed with so has a good eye. Like he can see gaps and irregularities mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And then a a sort of a I don't say like a perfectionist but like that that you have it he has it there's a couple of carpenters i've worked with that have it they have this this thing where it's like they don't walk away unless it's right like it's gotta it's gotta be right and they can see it when it's not right and there's a lot of people that just like good enough they're just Mm -hmm. done like i mean you always see it in carpentry like you see the casing on the door and you can see it's an eighth reveal at the top and goes down to a quarter at the bottom and and you go, well, what's, um, you know, what's an eighth of an inch over seven foot? And it's like, yeah. well, I'm looking at it. Like, I, I can see it. Yeah. And uh, not everyone can see it. I don't know what that, I don't know what that thing is. You have it. I have it. Sean has it. Uh, most people completely and utterly just kind of sleepwalk through things. And I don't yeah. know, I don't know what that is. Yeah. I don't know. Like, it's, it's, you're right. It's an attention to detail 
that uh, I don't know. I mean, oftentimes is good. Sometimes it gets annoying. I'm not quite maybe sure. It's but, a, maybe it's a concentration thing. Uh, possibly. I think I think it's a loss of concentration. Like all the times, most of the times when I say to someone, clean this thing up and I'll be back. And then they're done. And then I walk right to it and I go, what, what's this? And they mm-hmm. go, oh, I missed that. And, but you're just looking at it. Like you're both just yeah, standing there but, looking at but it. There's a lot of guys that can absorb things visually. They're they're very much on that. But when you, you read three pages of a book and you have to reread it because you lost what you already mm-hmm. read, there's, you know. Well, that's me. <laughs> uh, all right. What's going on in your car world? You know, so I just went out to um, to this F-150 event and they, they brought a bunch of the new F-150s, which, which when we when – we, when they debuted it and we did the online demo – it, it looked fantastic. So they rented this, you know, this huge ranch, and they had a bunch of trucks there, and they set them up that you you do like, you know, like a two hour drive through the mountains and get a little bit of snow, and then bring it back, and then you grab another one with a trailer. You know, I grabbed one that had a uh, an airstream on the back and towed it around a little bit, and then you come back and you grab another one and you hit the dirt and you do off roading, and they had a whole off road. Like mm-hmm. like trail setup. There's mm-hmm. the rock climbing mode, the whoops, and you know, and the high speed stuff, the hill descent. You get to try out all the features, and it's exactly what you would expect. It, it, there's no big surprise here. The F one fifty is fantastic. Now the big news is the power boost. It's the hybrid version, mm-hmm. and so it pairs uh, electric motors and a battery with the three point five liter. EcoBoost engine. So it already still has a pretty good... Twin turbo. Yeah. It has mm-hmm. a good uh, engine. And there's two battery configurations. Um, uh, don't quote me on it, but I want to say like a 2.7 kilowatt and a 7 kilowatt. Mm-hmm. What this does is, of course, it, it with the electric motors, you get an incredible amount of low-end torque mm-hmm. right off the line. When you're mm-hmm. towing, you barely even notice it, right? Right. Um, especially as you're accelerating. I took Mm -hmm. that, uh, we were looking at a picture of the F-150 with the Airstream. I got on the freeway, I just hammered it down, and I did zero to 60 with that trailer on it, like no problem. You know, just getting up and merging into traffic, semi-trucks coming next to me. It It worked great. The interior is fantastic. Big screen integrated into the dash. It doesn't look like a big iPad on the on you know stuck on the dash it's integrated in it works well some of the features that we went over before has the fold flat seats if you want to take a nap and the shifter in the center console all of their reviews and their and their um, survey said hey we want a center console shifter we don't like column shifter mm-hmm. but everybody said they wanted a workspace so mm-hmm. you hit a button and the and the shifter in the center console folds flat and then a laptop like workstation or 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 you know opens up it and folds it, flat. It folds flat. The shifter does. Yeah. And then the uh, armrest basically, which is huge, it's the mm-hmm. size of, you know, two laptops. You know, it's like 12 by 20, mm-hmm. basically, which is great. But it's the onboard generator that I think is super impressive. You can get it either uh, on the hybrid with the small battery or the big battery. It doesn't make a difference. It's fully capable on how well this works, if you work, use it as a work truck and you bring out a generator with you, this is so much easier to have this onboard generator with you. Mm-hmm. It uses the, the battery pack of that hybrid to power all of your stuff. And then when the truck needs to, it'll fire up the truck. Mm. 
So yeah. with with the um, so the truck engine is the engine for the generator, right? And I haven't shopped around for generators recently, but I would argue the truck engine is probably cleaner than what's out there, right? <laughs> you know? Certainly, any Briggs and Stratton. And when you get – look, the small battery, you can plug in like four 110 outlet things and run them full blast and max out that battery. And by the time the battery has gone and your fuel tank is gone, you're still, I don't know, 30, 40 hours into it. And if you get into the big battery, you're 80 hours into it. You can run your entire campsite. They had one set up there. They had like a 70-inch flat screen TV <laughs> and a smoker next to it. They were making meat in there. Great. And, uh, you know, all kinds of stuff. And then the whole – your whole job site in the back with the big battery, you get the 240 outlet mm-hmm. and several 110 outlets. Wow. And and the longevity that I'm talking about, like 80 hours, that's if you're maxing out everything. Mm-hmm. And the chances of you doing that would be – insane right so right. you could run this thing you know for days on end so now when you start thinking about even even for for what you do like taking this thing to the track and you're running you know Nate's charging eight cameras and a dozen batteries and you know maybe you've got uh, uh, you know, some some power tools plugged in. We're charging batteries, or we ha- we want to run lights at night because you're mm-hmm. thrashing on an engine. You can do this all out of the back of this truck <laughs> and not have to carry another generator. So wow. now, also the safe sp- the the the, the uh, space saving, right? You don't have to mm-hmm. carry that generator and mm-hmm. have that thing. But I also generators are always loud. They're loud, right? You're always right. trying to like hide it, pack, pack nah, it away, and you got to bring out right. the cables. And mm-hmm. I don't know, it's super impressive of all the stuff that they put on the onboard generator. I think is 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 the big selling point if you use it. Otherwise, you're just you know what's the point? You don't really need it. But if you're getting the 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 uh, hybrid vehicle, it's fantastic. I drove the V8 one as well, the five liter with 1,800 pounds in the cargo, and it ran great. And you want to hot rod the truck? I get it. Get the five liter V8. Put your turbo. Put your supercharger. Go to a Roush. Put a Roush blower mm-hmm. on it. But if you're really going to use it, I, I don't know that the power boost is the way to go. Yeah, agreed. And it probably, I guess, the power boost is cheaper. Right, I mean the five liter. Well, it's kind of weird. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Twin yeah, I don't think it the, is. But yeah, I, I was going to say because the twin turbos kind of make up for the two cylinders in the sense price wise. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it does. Now, I I want to say for your for your standard cab cookie cutter base engine, you know, playing this F one fifty, it starts at like twenty eight, twenty nine thousand bucks. Mm-hmm. I drove one of the power boost ones. Now it's. You know, it's platinum edition, full leather, big screen, big stereo, speakers in the in the headliner, and but it had everything except for the speakers big in the headliner. Yeah, nice. right above you. Oh, and in the headrest. I was well. going to say, I thought you meant headrest, but headliner and headrest. It has both. It was seventy one thousand. Mm-hmm. I think if you step up to the seven kilowatt battery. Uh, you're probably in the seventy five thousand dollar range. Are, are they going to do all this in the dualies and the you know the three fifties and the two fifties as well? You know, so that's a good question. It's probably it's going to be interesting to see if the hybrid technology translates to that. I don't know if it makes as much sense to do that because when you step into that range and you're getting the big diesels, mm-hmm. uh, you really are towing an incredible amount of weight, arguably and. Uh, it would it would make sense, but that diesel you'd, you'd probably want to pair it up with the diesel engine. Hmm. Well, that now the EcoBoost is non-diesel, right? Right. Yeah. And uh, then 
as as you get into the in into the dualies, are the dualies all diesel? Well, now there's the there's the new seven point two liter, seven point three liter gas engine, which is uh, oh, okay. it, it's a it's a mod motor gas engine um, that Ford came out with, and they also all the news is coming out because they also threw it in their performance parts catalog, so you can get this four hundred and thirty horsepower V eight, mm-hmm. you know, overhead cam V eight crate engine, which is which is awesome. Um, people are already supercharging them and turboing and doing hot rods with it, but. Uh, yeah, so the super duties you can get with that engine as well. But now we have F 150s that are towing 12,000, I think 12,000. Yeah. Almost it kind of, kind of begs the question of what do you need a dually for? Or what do you need a 350 for? Like, I mean, trailer, here's, the, here's what's been going on trailers have been getting lighter mm-hmm. and more like aerodynamic and efficient as the towing capacity of the trucks has been going up. And also, the stuff you're towing, you know, like a race car, you know, Datsun five ten weighs nineteen hundred pounds or something, something like that. You have this aluminum trailer, yeah, yeah. you know. There's just not, you don't need more than, you don't need the dually, you don't need the three fifty. Well, I would argue this. You probably the argument's going to be the F two fifty because the mm-hmm. two fifty is non dually, right? It's just mm-hmm. the, you know, the. The yeah. rear wheels, and right. but with the diesel engine and the more towing capacity. But the F-150 is so good that it kind of makes you argue against the 250. And then the 350, which is the dually, gives you that axle capacity, right? So when, yeah. when the added weight, the extra tires, that whole deal. You can so, run that uh, gooseneck or fifth wheel or whatever the hell yeah, they call yeah, it. Yeah, you can one. tow something pretty huge with an F-350 now, and especially the newer versions of them. And they're just – they want these things to get so much bigger. Like Ford and all the truck manufacturers want a big difference between, let's say, their F-150s and their F-350s. Right. W- what you are going to see is – I'm not sure about the hybrid technology, but I know you're going to start to see all of the other little bits like the, you know, the, the screen, the fold-down seats, mm-hmm. the, you know, the fold-down shifter, like all of that stuff that makes a work truck more livable. Mm-hmm. Is going to end up in all of those trucks, but I don't know. It's it's pretty pretty amazing <laughs> what you can do with these things now. Hit your Geico, and then I'll ask you my uh, next car question. Yes, uh, Geico. Do you guys own your home or you rent your home? Either way, it can be a lot of work. But you know what's easy? It's bundling policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowners or renters insurance along with your auto policy, and that's a good thing too because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. So uh, what else is going on in the automotive world? Well, some stuff that's just starting to come out, like we were talking about before. It seems like in lieu of an L.A. auto show, more debuts are happening. So uh, we don't have all the full specs on everything yet. They Some announcements for new cars have coming out, and then some of it's embargoed. But we're going to get an Infiniti QX60. It's the mid-size SUV, which looks good. Mm-hmm. And then we have a new Honda Civic, which if you pull up images of the Honda Civic, uh, uh, Chris, I don't know. It's it's good, but it's it's more subtle than sort of the boy racer Honda Civic that we got now, and it it kind of has an Audi A4 look, which isn't a bad thing, by the they way. They did the, uh, I think Honda came out with their CRX or whatever like reboot a few years ago, yeah, but it yeah, turned the, out to be a one. turned out to be a yeah. dud, like it didn't have any performance. Here's a picture of the new 
uh, Honda Civic, right? It's got a good yeah. line. And look at the back. That just says Audi, right? Yeah. It's, it's Every, Audi everything, for... but, well, everything <laughs> says Audi. Kia says Audi. Yeah. Hyundai says Audi. Audi just got there before everyone else did with their uh, with their seven. I think it was their seven, right? They did a seven. I, I know because Mike August knows nothing about cars, but every time he travel around, we see he goes, it looks the same as the Audi. Like, so, yeah, the A7, Lynette had an A7. Yeah, it yeah. was a good looking car. Yeah. And it drove nice. So we have this, which is, uh, you know, sort of the Honda version and it's gorgeous. And then we already spoke about the Acura TLX, which we saw the Type S version mm-hmm. of it at Monterey at, uh, at uh, Acura's party right. last year. Yeah, yeah so I kind of wonder, is Honda still all front-wheel drive? Are they doing an all-wheel drive? I'm kind of waiting for Honda to get into the performance game. I don't know if they've just... Well, I know they have I know they have an NSX, but other than that, like, where is... When is Honda going to make, like, a super sedan? Well, they, they have... The, they can't do it on a front-wheel drive architecture. They have the, the Honda Civic Type R, which is the hot hatch, right? Manual transmission uh, in front-wheel drive. Blah. Now, what Acura does is front-wheel drive and what they call their super-handling all-wheel drive. Yeah, they need and, an all-wheel drive. And that's, that's where you're going to get the, you know, the Type S, the TLX Type S. Mm-hmm. It's going to be an all-wheel drive, 300-plus horsepower, 310, something, 330, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so you are going to get – Kind of a, you're going to get a hot sedan. It's going to be their best handling sedan. It's going to look good. It's going to feel good. But it it's not going to be an eighty thousand dollars sedan. What do you think uh, Toyota's going to do with the Supra? Has it been a disappointment? I've seen a couple on the road. Right. So the- I see. You see almost n- no new NSXs, <laughs> yeah. and you see almost no Supras. Yeah. So the Supra came out, and after its first year. It already got a, a pretty big horsepower bump. It got like a forty-five mm-hmm. horsepower bump. Mm-hmm. So it went from like I don't know three thirty-five, uh, and Chris can find the numbers. But the Supra was went from like three thirty-five to you know three ninety or something or yeah, three eighty-five. It's, it's up to three eighty-two. Three eighty-two, but it started at three thirty or three thirty-five or something. So everybody. Uh, uh, you know, I brought this up a million times, but everybody that kind of rushed out and paid ten grand over sticker at the dealer because they needed to get the first one, immediately right. they just got a, a huge horsepower. Three eighty two is uh, healthy for that car. It's not a bad looking car. The more I see them on the road, the more I kind of yeah, kind of like them. So what's interesting is, is Subaru also just today announced the new version of the BRZ. And uh, we should Ooh. grab a photo of this. The Subaru BRZ is going to remain naturally aspirated, right? They want the flat four. Yes, and it has that, but a little bit more displacement. So it's got a little bit more power, a little bit more torque, and it's got a, a kind of a good look. It's got a little bit of a Miata front end. It's got a little bit of a Panamera scoop going on on the side. Yeah, uh, it's, it's still the, it's the new uh, BR, it? Subaru BRZ. So like a. 2.2, 2.4. It that the prompt, yeah, yeah, it's got a little Miata, it's got a little Subaru. Uh, sorry, it's got a little Miata, it's got a little Supra, see it's a got little, a little whatever. See a little Panamera on the side, yeah. The it yeah. needs that car needs some bottom end. So it's 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 something like it's 23. Two- so that was the thing 23 additional horsepower and 29 uh, pound feet of torque, still naturally aspirated, but the car 
didn't really gain any weight. Negligible, 30 pounds. Is it a 2.4 liter in there, Max yeah. Mena? What, and what kind of horsepower yeah. is it putting out? It can't be over 240. It's got to be no. like 221 yeah. or something like that. The, the, the problem with those, with that is, is you're just going to want to bolt a supercharger onto that car. Like if that, yeah. the problem is, is that far under 300 horsepower, it, it's good. You just have to tack it up all the time. Yeah. It's just like driving, like I had a Ninja 600, I had a couple of Ninja 600 Kawasaki's like second generation, maybe first generation, like back in the day. I think second generation. And it's totally fun bike to ride, handled real well and stuff. But unless you got it over 9,000 RPM, you didn't feel, you felt like you're riding a moped. Yeah. And that's kind of the run, 228. All right. Let me hit uh, Avery Dennison. Back in the day, Henry Ford said, uh, you can have a car, any color you want, as long as it's black. Well, good things. Good times, I should say. Uh, times have changed now, and it's a good thing. Now you can have any color, finish, and texture you want with Avery Dennison Supreme Wrapping Film. Can you imagine a Model T with the color-shifting change wrap? <laughs> oh, there's not much surface on that car. There's so. not a lot of surface. I think of the Mystic Chrome uh, Mustang Cobra that was out in like 03 and 04. It was a color-shifting paint. did like a purple and then kind of a green and a gold. I saw an all-chrome new vet going down <laughs> uh, PCH the other day. Uh, one one thing about going up and down PCH, you see a lot of cars. Yeah, it's a kind of car show out there. Yeah. So you want to visit uh, com slash color. Try their car wrap, and they have a visualizer so you can see. Remember, now you can see what your car looks like virtually mm-hmm. before you uh, squeeze the trigger on it. So com, and uh, you can uh, use their uh, – Sorry, AveryDennison.com slash color. AveryDennison.com slash color, and you can try out their uh, visualizer. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back with uh, Paul Schneider from uh, The Chemical Guys. Support for this podcast comes from Pluto TV. Need an escape? Drop into Pluto TV and drop into that world for free, baby. That is free TV. Stream hundreds of channels and thousands of movies and shows Free. Yes, free. No subscription, no fees. 24-7 channels of Narcos, CSI, Star Trek, Survivor, and everything else from hit movies to binge-worthy TV shows, the latest news, live sports, comedy, and more. What are you waiting for? Download the free Pluto TV app for Android, iPhone, Roku, and Fire TV and start streaming it now. So, you want to watch TV, you want to watch all your favorite shows, you want to cut that cable, you don't want to spend all that money, well, how about you spend zero money with Pluto TV. Pluto TV, drop in, watch for free. Well, we're back. We have a guest, Paul Schneider from uh, Chemical Guys. He's a co-founder, and uh, we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, Good to see you, Paul. Thanks a lot for having me, guys. Super excited to be here. I'm looking down... And I'm seeing here that your favorite car is an Ariel Atom. Which, you got it. <laughs> which, uh, for those who don't know, it's this skeleton frame kind of half go-kart, uh, half F1 car, yeah. you know, in uh, a, a sort of prime example of you don't need a lot of horsepower to have a lot of fun if you get rid of the weight. But uh, I'm not even sure I w- would really call it a car. 
I would call well, it. I, like I, I've been buggy. in one uh, at the Bondurant School. Somebody showed up with one, and I went around the track uh, with the guy. And it's a blast to drive. But the reason why I thought it was interesting that you mentioned it because. Uh, as a guy who owns a company with car care products, you pick the car with the least amount of painted bodywork possible, right? There's just not a lot of, not a lot of polishing and buffing to do on that. Uh, you guys are 100 percent right. And the reason I picked it is, and a chemical guy is kind of everything that we stand behind is letting people know that you know at the root of everything is really the quality of the products and this phenomenal platform that we've put together as far as training, education, and really community. And uh, the reason I picked Ariel Adam is uh, a it was my dream car, and I bought it uh, about three years ago. I drive it uh, almost daily to work, and I love the fact that people get to see the inside components moving and working. And that's uh, you know the same goes for all of our products, all of our chemicals come in clear bottles you get to see them smell them interact with them and that's kind of cool i think it's it's really the foundation of everything we started is making sure that people know exactly what they're getting when they deal with chemical guys what's the uh what's your power plant on that aerial atom because i know there's a couple it's different plants four sorry uh, say it again what'd you say the honda four honda 1.4 did you say honda k24 oh okay sorry there's you were breaking up a little bit um, the, um, I raced Jay Leno, by the way, in his aerial Adam, and, uh, I okay. was driving your old, uh, M3 with the supercharger oh. on it. So I had about 600 horsepower. Yeah. <laughs> well, to the crank. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. What'd you make to the wheels on that car? Oh, that's after you fixed yeah, it. Yeah. So before before I fixed it, um, the, the version you had dynoed at four ten to the tires. Oh, four ten. So, all right. So maybe I had about five hundred horsepower, mm-hmm. but he only had about two hundred horsepower. Yeah. But he was driving the Aerial Adam, and uh, we we're about a mile from his shop by <laughs> by Burbank <laughs> Airport. This long strip of uh, Hollywood Way or yeah. Victory or whatever it is. We had a full blown drag race. I could and. Uh, <laughs> We were about we were about time. Like I said, I had three hundred more horsepower, but I also yeah. had another two thousand pounds or eighteen hundred pounds oh, or yeah. whatever it was. Yeah. So it was pretty good, pretty good race. Um, as far as detailing a car goes, the scariest part to me is getting out the buffer or the random orbital. That's the scary. I think that's the scary part. When N- not burning through the paint. <laughs> it's just taking something with a motor in it and putting it onto their paint. Yeah. You know what I mean? So first things first, the difference, I, I know what a random orbital is versus just an orbital, but what are the applications? All right. So first of all, I'm going to start at the beginning, which is um, at the foundation of everything Chemical Guys does is really this this kind of amazing platform for education. So we have over 1,100 videos on YouTube. We have 60 detailed garage store locations. And before you even think about what polisher to buy, you can hop on our website, watch any of the videos, or visit one of the detailed garage locations and take one of our hands-on detailing and hands-on polishing courses and really take the fear and the guesswork out of polishing your car. And that's something that's pretty amazing because getting, you know, to your point, um, a rotary, a DA uh, polisher, they're frightening. have a lot of speeds. There's uh, a lot of things to consider. The machine, the pad, the chemical, um, what you're working with, the condition of the 
the paint you're working with. And we make that super easy at Chemical Guys, uh, not only with our tremendous staff, um, we have weekend classes at all 60 of our detail garage locations. And if you can't visit one of those locations, you can hop on our website or on our YouTube and easily get the basics of what polisher you need and how to get started. Is uh, as a former woodworker, actually current woodworker, <laughs> one of the greatest inventions, semi-modern inventions, is the random orbital yeah. sander. You got to send Sonny to chemical guy school. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> send, send him to detail school. <laughs> send him to military academy. Oh, but, I wish I would have gone. But do is there a place for a random orbital in the buffing or or detailing world? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, probably one of the most used units. So the random orbital is also called the dual action polliter. Oh, I see. And um, it is probably our best-selling tool. So we have the Torque X and the Torque 10FX, as well as our Torque 15, Torque 21, uh, and a variety of other polishers that are all dual action polishers, which you know, rotate similar to the way your hand oscillates. So it reduces the chance of you burning paint and ultimately gives you tremendous results. Most of our new polishes and compound lines, as well as the pads are intended to be used for that machine because it's a lot easier to get perfect results uh, without having to take out a rotary. Yeah. So in, again, in the, in back to the woodworking example, if you get out a belt sander you can do some damage fast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like you, yeah. people have no idea, especially with like some 80 or 120 or something, and they think they're going to get some scuff out of their hardwood floor. Next thing you know, there's a fucking divot yeah. in the middle of that floor, and you'll never get it back, right? Right. And the the random orbital sort of does away with that. You just can't dig it in and kind of cause that. And I'm, again, I'm just sort of applying the hardwood to the car finish paint and thing that way. So it's a much safer tool to begin this process with. Yeah. I, I want to ask you about um, the the ceramic coatings now. It seems like a lot of people are going toward a ceramic. It's somewhere in between uh, uh, better than than your normal coating on a paint or an uncoated paint and a like clear paint protection film, right? So that's where the ceramic coating is falling in. But I'm wondering, is 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 there a real benefit for the ceramic coating? And then once you do it, do you do you maintain it like you would the normal process? Do you detail it? Do you buff it out? Like what do you do? You guys are, you know, a phenomenal question. A lot of people have questions about ceramic. And that's why Chemical Guys, we launched our hydro line, which truly makes ceramic simple. And what that means is ceramic generally is a coating that's professionally applied by a detailer or a, a professional training facility that knows and understands that the first step of before you apply a ceramic is making sure the condition of the car is the way you want it. So you look at it as, you know, if your car has oxidation, scratches, imperfections, you want to polish that out, make it look good before you apply a ceramic. And the ceramic generally takes a level of expertise to apply. And we have that in our carbon force professional ceramic product that you can buy online on our website at chemicalguys.com or at the detail garage locations where they will train you how to apply it. However, if you're not ready to do a professional ceramic coating, which ultimately adds a secondary nano ceramic coating to your clear coat on your car, by definition, protecting your car, we do have a full line of hydro products, which are ceramic made simple. So we have a sprayable hydro charge ceramic that will last up to a year on your vehicle. We have Hydro Slick, which is our hyper-whack 
um, ceramic, which applies like a wax and removes like a wax, giving you up to a year of protection. And recently we introduced Hydro Thread, being a um, fabric um, ceramic for your interior fabrics, for your patio furniture, for your boats, your RVs, um, for anybody out there with fabric on their action items. And recently Hydro Speed, which is a spray-on ceramic quick detail spray. And the whole point of that is really introducing a full platform to make things simple. So once you have a ceramic on your car, you can maintain that ceramic with Hydro Sud Soap or the Hydro Speed in between, you know, taking it to car shows and going out with your friends. There's really an easy hydro line for everybody. And we have videos to help guide you through it as well as all 60 detail garage locations have the products in stock and are super excited about teaching everybody how to use them. Well, if you want to get more info and uh, you're a car guy, you listen to the show, you're hands-on, you want to not only get the product, I mean, get the finished product, but actually learn about uh, how to do this mm-hmm. stuff, how to apply it and do it like a pro. And by the way, save some damn money. De- uh, real detailers are really expensive. And you just want the satisfaction, do it yourself. You can uh, check out Chemical Guys and the uh, website, Chemical Guys. Oh, is it chemicalguys.com? Dot, dot com? Yeah, that's oh, it. Chemical- uh, we're missing the dot. That's all. Chemicalguys.com. There you go. Paul Schneider, thanks for joining us, my friend. Thank you so much for having us, guys. Uh, looking forward to seeing you guys at one of the Detail Garage locations. Make sure you guys take advantage of our Black Friday, Cyber Monday deals. We've got an awesome array of performance products available inside the Detail Garage store and online. Thank you so much. Thanks, Thank Paul. You. Take care. Take care. Chemicalguys.com. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. So, what else is? Uh, well, Adam. Going- yes. Uh, next month, December twelfth, we you're doing a drive-in show at Burbank, but also we're going to be judging the cars that they're pulling mm. up in as well. So you got a, you guys got another car show coming up. I always judge the cars people pull up in. <laughs> Did it all the way here, the PCH. <laughs> we were just talking about sanctioned or not. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, we got that coming up. Uh, it's a Burbank Pickwick. Uh, yeah, December 12th. Yeah. yeah, so we're charging per car. So you, you just load up with your friends in the car. That's that's the ticket price there for uh, Burbank. You just go to adamcroll.com for more info on that. Uh, what else yeah, in the car be, world? That'll be kind of interesting. That'll be... Let's see. So what do we got? Um, we got the. Well, we've the, got a canceled event, so there's not much happening there. And right. uh, uh, I, I'd like to think that uh, at the turn of the year, plans are still happening for. I'd love to see Scottsdale Auction Week happen. It sounds mm-hmm. like uh, Bear Jackson is moving ahead after they did their trial run. Uh, although you know the rules change daily it seems like mm-hmm. <laughs> by the time we're done with this show gavin newsom's gonna have us under curfew <laughs> yeah is he really talking about that yeah i'm yeah. not gonna do that i don't know if it's a newsom thing or a garcetti thing i don't know if it's just an la specific thing but uh we gotta wait for everyone to get back from maui first before they can really yeah, yeah that's gotta... that's the thing i mean so uh we we've we've got that we once once we get the test results of thanksgiving then we'll figure <laughs> out what events we're going to have uh, but I would like to uh, to to check out uh, uh, Barrett Jackson hopefully later in the year. I'm I'm I know it's going to be sort of a limited, very much pared down event. So uh, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not sure there's a whole lot of you know eat Craig Jackson's food and drink his booze in the skyboxes. But as they'll have the they'll have an audience. Uh, I believe they're trying to 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 just do uh, a 
bidders and and uh, consigners. Mm. Right. I don't think there's going to be spectators, but they still had some of the vendor booths and stuff because there are so many bidders and consigners. You still walk around, you you see a bunch of the cars, and you know people still shop at the mm-hmm. the different vendor booths and things like that. So, so uh, I don't know. We'll uh, we'll see how that goes for next year. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think of uh, what uh, what should we bring. So if uh, if Laguna Seca is on, and uh, the Monterey Historics are on next year. What car should we bring to that? In August? Yeah. Mm, that's mm. a good question. Yeah. Uh, well, one of the questions will be, did, did the 510 guys end up winning their argument and getting a group for for the Rolex Historics? Mm-hmm. Right? Then, yeah. Then, then I would say you'd want to bring that because you'd want to support that effort. Yeah. Right? So I would say something like that. But by... By then, maybe the yellow BRE car that we're, that we're bringing—that's a great place to debut that car and yeah. race it. Yeah, you know, maybe, maybe test it first. All right, <laughs> all right. Let me tell you about uh, Chemical Guys. If you want your car to look great, you have a passion for the shine. Well, I think you heard us talking about that. Chemical Guys, you want to check it out? One of the top brands, auto detailing uh, for over twenty years. Uh, they'll teach you how to use their products. You can visit one of their detailed garage locations around, I think, 60, Paul said. I'm going to go visit. They got their, their headquarters in one of the locations, uh, you know, in the Bay Area, like Gardena or something. That's the Bay Area? Uh, maybe Redondo? Oh, yeah. That that South, Bay, South, Bay, Bay, Area. South, Area. South Bay Area. To me, right. I never go up north to that Bay Area, so I... I think of the Bay Area as Redondo, South Bay. you can check out their YouTube channel, Learn On Your Own, over a thousand how-to videos, and uh, more than just products, they built a community. So whether you're giving your car the weekend wash or detailing it like a pro, you got a passion for shine, you go with Chemical Guys, right, man? Yeah, visit chemicalguys.com slash carcast and use the code carcast for 20% off your first order. That's chemicalguys.com slash carcast. All right, I'm going to be in West Palm Beach this weekend at the Improv and Friday, Saturday, two shows Friday, Florida. two shows Woo. Saturday. Yeah, Matt loves Florida. <laughs> so, uh, and uh, also matinee with Mark Garagos on Saturday. So uh, go ahead and get your tickets there. Go to AdamCarolla.com for all the live shows. Matt, what do you got? I just follow me on uh, at Motorator on my social media, and I'll post a bunch of images of, uh, of the new F-150 and some of that stuff. So, till next time, Adam Carolla for Matt, the Motorator, DeAndrea saying, keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla Digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit carcastshow.com. Support for this podcast comes from Pluto TV. Need an escape? Drop into Pluto TV and drop into that world for free, baby. That is free TV. Stream hundreds of channels and thousands of movies and shows free. 
Yes, free, no subscription, no fees. 24-7 channels of Narcos, CSI, Star Trek, Survivor, and everything else from hit movies to binge-worthy TV shows, the latest news, live sports, comedy, and more. What are you waiting for? Download the free Pluto TV app for Android, iPhone, Roku, and Fire TV, and start streaming it now. So you want to watch TV, you want to watch all your favorite shows, you want to cut that cable, you don't want to spend all that money, well, how about you spend zero money with Pluto TV. Pluto TV, drop in, watch for free. Geico, maybe you own your home or you rent your home. Either way, it can be a lot of hard work, but you know what's easy? Bundling your policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. And that's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home already. So just go to Geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. 